together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Mark chapter 10 from verse 32 to verse 45. At that time, the disciples were on the road going up to Jerusalem and Jesus was walking ahead of them and they were amazed and those who followed were afraid. And taking the twelve aside, he began to tell them what was to happen to him. He said, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death, and deliver him to the Gentiles, and they will mock him and spit upon him, and scourge him and kill him. And after three days, he will rise. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Master, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the chalice that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? And they said to him, We are able. And Jesus said to them, The chalice that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant. But it is for those for whom it has been prepared. And the ten heard it. They began to be very angry at James and John. And Jesus called them to him and he said to them, You know that those who are supposed to rule over the Gentiles Lord it over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever will be great among you must be your servant, and whoever will be first among you must be a slave to all. For the Son of Man also came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. It's a beautiful reading. It's an amazing reading. When you actually analyze it, that Jesus are on the road, they are on a journey. They are going somewhere. Like all of us. As each new day begins, we embark on a journey. When I decide to come out of bed, I embark on a journey. Everybody is on a journey. We are going somewhere. For those who have a vision and a goal for whatever they need to do in that day, they know where they're going. For those who have a vision and a purpose for their lives, as they get up early in the morning, they know that they are working towards that particular goal. Everybody is on a journey. But where 
am I going? Where are you going? Who's with you along this journey? Are you alone? Are you with friends? Are you with colleagues? Those who are with you on this journey, are they your supporters? Are they your fans? Or are they people who fight you? Are they the same people who see the same vision and goal as you have seen it? Are they allowing you, are they helping you to achieve your goal? Or are they your worst critics that whisper to your ear, that remind you of the past mistakes, that creates doubt, that tell us that we are useless, that will amount to nothing, Whom have I brought into my circles? Whom have I brought into my corner? Because the people around me, to a large degree, either they can help me or they can destroy me. Show me your friends. I will tell you who you are. The birds of the same further flock together. Jesus with his disciples are on a journey. So are we. We are embarking on something. But there's something interesting here. Jesus was going up ahead of them. He was walking in front of them. He was ahead of them. This is typical of a shepherd. That in a Jewish surroundings, a shepherd will lead. A leader was in front. So that whatever is coming, he's the first one to see it. He's the first one to protect. He's the first one to warn those who are following him. There is a, a great misconception that arises sometimes when people do not fully understand an African culture, particularly the South African African culture, where a man always goes in front of a woman. It is quite different to what you will call a European white South African culture. In an African South African culture, a man is in front and by no means this should be seen as being rude or disrespectful or lack of culture or lack of manners. And the mere reason why a man will never let a woman go in front because a man will always be the first one to see if there is danger. And it is only when you understand the reasoning behind that you can value that. That a man will always be the first one to go out. Now I've always seen this in my family. That it was the elders who went out ahead of us to check. Is there any danger? 
because you don't let anyone go in front, especially those whom you love. And what happens should there be any danger or anything that is coming? How do you protect them? And so Jesus does the same. He goes ahead to protect us, but also to lead by example. There is nothing that he asks of us that he himself is not prepared or ready to do. He shows us how to be. By his own life, he preaches. But there's also something that speaks to me there. He leads them to Jerusalem. You and I know that the gospel of Mark talks about the suffering Christ. The one who dies a painful, lonely death. I am moved by how Jesus embraces suffering. He says, I'm going to Jerusalem. There I will be handed over. I will be condemned to death. Delivered to the Gentiles. Mocked, spit upon, scourged and killed. Those will happen. Yes, I will rise. But those will happen. He is aware of what waits for him in Jerusalem. And yet he goes ahead of them. That's powerful. He embraces suffering. There are certain things in life that I cannot change. You may have been diagnosed with a particular sickness. You may have lost your parents at a very tender age. You may have lost someone very dear. You may have lost a child, a partner. You may be struggling with depression, with anxiety. You may have been diagnosed schizophrenic, bipolar, you name it. I may have a child with reading difficulties. I may have a child who's autistic. These are challenges of life. Sometimes we may want them to change, but there are certain things that I cannot change. But I love how Jesus is able to embrace all this. To say, I will accept it. It is hard. It is difficult. But I'm not going to fight. I will embrace it. Because I know on the third day, I will rise. I know that this is not the last chapter of my life. I know that there is something to be learned out of all these experiences. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.